With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe, download now, The Truth. All right, I'm going to respond to some blowback from Mike. Mike Johnson is anti-gay pod from yesterday. Plus, slick Vic Ramaswamy is cratering in the polls as Nikki Haley rises. What does that mean? And I'll also answer a couple of questions from you. This is Can't Cancel Rob Smith. What's going on, Problematics? What's going on, Problematics? Okay, first of all, uh, before I get into Slick Vic Ramaswamy, Vivek Ramaswamy uh, is not doing so well in the polling nowadays. I'm going to get into exactly why that is and what I think about that entire situation. But first of all, you know, let me address the previous episode. So there's been a whole lot of blowback on social media about the title of the podcast yesterday, which is Mike Johnson is anti-gay. I do not care. First of all, if uh, people listen to the podcast, and you know, I don't want to spend too much time addressing people that kind of just comment on social media and don't really listen to the podcast. But you know, I, I think that what I will say moving forward is this: for me personally, and I think that I built up enough equity. <laughs> enough brand equity among my audience and in and, and the podcasting and all the videos to be like, look, if I'm going to call something anti-gay, it's just anti-gay. 
in that, like, I'm going to call a spade a spade. It is what it is. And the reason that I called my Johnson anti-gay is not because of my feelings. My feelings don't have anything to do with that. The career that he had before being a politician as a lawyer for a legal firm whose entire job it was was to prevent uh, gay marriage from happening. Like, that is anti-gay. This is somebody that obviously does not believe in homosexuality, does not believe in marriage equality, et cetera, et cetera. I got into that during the podcast. That is, by very definition, anti-gay, okay? And that's not to say that he is not entitled to how he feels as a Christian, as an evangelical Christian. They're entitled to how they feel and what they believe. And I always say, you're entitled to how you feel and what you believe so far as it starts or it does not infringe on my rights as an American. And on the clip in, in Sean Hannity where he said that, you know, marriage equality is the law of the land. He interprets the law. It is what it is. Let's move forward. And that's fine for me. But what I'm not going to do with this platform, and I'm not going, what I'm not going to do with the equity that I built as being a straight shooter is not call it out for what it is. And what I'm also not going to do is sort of make excuses for some of these people so as not to offend some sort of imagined far-right Republican base because I don't believe that my audience is very far-right at all. I believe that my audience is very different from a lot of audiences, uh, from a lot of people in the space. I believe that my audience is an audience that is very much center-right, independent-leaning people. And I do have some of my audience that's a little bit more farther right when it comes to the gay thing. And that is perfectly fine because it is your right as an American to believe or to practice whatever it is that you want. And it seems to me that a lot of these people, it's like there's a lot of feelings, right? So you can say to me that, well, the Bible says this and I believe in this and et cetera, et cetera. And like, I'm like, that's cool. And you can believe that. And when I tell you that somebody's interpretation of their religion and using that to sort of like affect laws is anti-gay, then I'm allowed to call that, a, I'm allowed to call a spade a spade, right? And so what I'm not generally going to do with my platform and, and with the podcast episodes I have, et cetera, et cetera, is I'm generally not going to spend too much of my time kind of trying to not offend anybody. Yeah, I did enough of that on the left. I did enough of I did enough of tiptoeing around things when I was on the left so as to not offend them. And I got tired of doing that. Then I came over to the right side of the aisle. How far right I am depends on what day it is, apparently. But I certainly did not leave one side and was kind of towing the line with how I spoke and how I thought about things to come to another side and then tow my and then tow the line in terms of how I speak or what I think or all of that stuff. But this is, I'm not going to do it um, because for me, if I were to come and do that, then it would make all of the strife that I've taken and all of the grief that I've taken for being open and honest about what I truly think and what I truly believe all for naught. If I'm just going to start holding and biting my tongue for another group of people, 
I'm not going to make this a rant. It is what it is. And what you guys will always get from me, and I'll get into this with uh, with some of the questions from the Q&A later, you'll, you will always get it straight from me. You will always get it straight from me. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you the truth, and the truth is unpopular. All right, if I, if I was out here and I was just going to be like, yo, rah, rah, Republicans, and they're great, and all this other stuff, man, I'd probably be making $400,000 a month. I'd probably be living on whatever, but you know, the price of that is my soul. And I like my soul and I like having my integrity and I like being able to look in the mirror and be like, you know what? I may not be where some people are. I may not be making what some people make, but I can look at myself in the mirror and know that I am saying the absolute truth the way that I see it. So, end rant. Slick Vivek Ramaswamy. Slick Vic. Oh, that Vivek Ramaswamy, he's so greasy. He slides when he walks. He That Vic Ramaswamy, let me tell you something. He'll talk America right out of her panties, all right? Vivek Ramaswamy sinks to a new low in South Carolina. 60% of South Carolina voters won't vote for him under any circumstances. This is coming from a Des Moines Register poll of Iowa Republican primary voters that indicated that Ramaswamy was in sixth place in the Hawkeye State. Even more notably, the survey showed that proportion of voters who view him unfavorably has nearly doubled since August, rising from 20% to 37%. A CNN poll showed that 60% of South Carolina Republicans have decided that they would not support Ramaswamy, quote, under any circumstances. And there's a lot of different things going on here. And I'm going to really get into this because... A lot of commentators aren't going to go here, but I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there because it's like whatever. Because we have to be really honest about why a lot of people may be a little hesitant towards Vivek Ramaswamy. First of all, number one, a lot of people are thinking like this dude's a Republican Obama. And that doesn't come out of nowhere just because he's so slick. You see... You know, the video of him on some, like he was on, you know, Crossfire or Hardball or something like that when he was like in high school asking a question, asking a question and it was him and, you know, Pete Buttigieg at the same time. And honestly, it gets people thinking plant is what it gets people thinking. And that's what a lot of people are thinking. Guy made buckets and buckets and bucks of money. He's funding his own campaign. He's saying all the right things. A lot of things with which, by the way, I truly believe in and I think that he's on the right move. Uh, when it comes to a lot of that. I think that he's on the right page when it comes to uh, when he blasts Nikki Haley as, you know, a tool of warmongers and she's on the Boeing board and, you know, she stands to make a lot of mon- money for defense contractors, et cetera, et cetera. She's been, all, you know, she's done all this stuff and he's right on the mark with that. Now, I also think, and this is where we're really going to analyze race. We're really going to analyze race. We're really going to do this. Because nobody likes to do this on the Republican side. They just all want to pretend as if, you know, everything's hunky or dory racially among the uh, the white Iowa Republican primary electorate. And they just love, you know, whoever. There is likely a good amount of those people that are just not voting for Vivek. Not because he's not white, but because the man is not Christian. He's Hindu. Okay? And, like, let's just be honest. That's not hate speech. That is just 
analyzing the reality of the situation. And the reality of the situation is that a lot of Republican primary, white Republican primary voters in Iowa, by the way, the whitest state in the nation, are likely not to be super into Vivek for a majority of different reasons. This person is not white. He's also not Christian. All right? And that matters to white Republican primary voters. Like, let's keep it real. And let's stop trying to be PC about this. You know, Republicans are are so tired of being PC when it comes to the woke left and all that other stuff. And and I am too. I'm tired of being PC when it comes to woke left and their pronouns and, and people of color, quote unquote, and all that other stuff. But let's not, let's stop avoiding the reality that there's a lot of older white Republican primary voters that live in the whitest state in the country that may have an issue with Vivek Ramaswamy not only not being white, but also not being Christian. That's real, okay? And that is not a judgment call on it. It's not for me to make a judgment on it. That is just the reality of the situation. And this is why a lot of people may be hesitant. But at the same time, I think that there are there's an ulterior motive to sort of, even in the framing of this article that I'm referencing, uh, sort of talking about Vivek's descent as Nikki Haley ascends, right? Now, it is very clear to me, it is very clear to anybody that has been paying attention over the past couple of weeks that Nikki Haley, she's who the donors want. She is who the donors prefer. She is who the warmongers prefer. She is who the corporations prefer. She is who the people that benefit from war, she is who they prefer. Like Hillary Clinton, Nikki Haley is a woman who loves war, is a woman who is very hawkish with war, is a woman who will get this country involved in every war that she possibly can if she were to become president. And I I don't not only think that she should not be president, I think that Nikki Haley should have nothing to do with anybody's cabinet. And I don't care and I don't play this game where, oh, if somebody does well enough in the primary, then they're so popular, they'll be in the cabinet. Nikki Haley has no place in any America first candidate who come becomes the nominee. She has no place in any America first candidate's cabinet, period. And I will say that. But I do think that there's a lot of PR coming her way. I do think that she is the choice of a lot of the neocons and warmongers that shape public opinion in this country via media, via all of this other stuff. And so I believe that that's that's what's going on here. So Slick Vic, he's cratering because people don't trust him, but also, you know, there's an element of you know, his faith and the color of his skin that very much has to do with this, particularly in Iowa. And with Nikki Haley, I think that she is just ascending, uh, quote unquote, because number one, it's a lot of PR. And number two, she is the choice because she is a tool of the establishment. And they would love for Nikki Haley to become the nominee and to be president because she would be absolutely 110% under their control.
All right, coming up, problematics, I get into your question, actually one that I thought was very fascinating and very interesting right after the break. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, what's going on, Problematics? This is Q&A. Obviously, this is my favorite part where I get to talk to the Problematics coming live from my Facebook page at Rob Smith Online. If you do not follow me there, go ahead and follow me. So the first thing that I want to get to, this is the first thing that somebody said. Scott says, Rob, you always speak the truth. God bless. And the reason that I started with that comment, and it's not because, you know, I would just want to go into talking about like how I'm such a great guy and how I always speak the truth and I'm better than everybody, et cetera, et cetera. That's not why. Here's the thing. I really do make it a point to be honest with people. I really do make it a point to try to be real with people when it comes to my commentary and when it comes to my public profile. And the reason why I do this problematics is because once upon a time, I was a trained journalist. I actually believe in things like facts, like the truth, like data, 
like all of these different things. And that is always how I have approached my career in commentary. In fact, when I first started coming out, when you guys first became aware of me about five years ago, it was because I basically come out and I said, as somebody that was in the media industry, as somebody that was a trained journalist, you, I, I told the news media, I said, you guys are lying about Donald Trump. You guys are actively lying about so many things that I'm seeing. You guys are cherry picking quotes. You guys are cutting off the ends of speeches. You guys are telling absolute lies about things that are going on. So that was my quote unquote red pill moment, right? And then what I realized is that not only do they lie about Trump, these people lie about absolutely everything under the sun. And here's the thing. When I first started out doing this, I was, you know, attached to a couple conservative-oriented organizations. I was doing a lot of conservative media, et cetera, et cetera. And this is what I found out. I found out that there's this entire conservative media ecosystem, which I am in some way a part of. I'm kind of on the outskirts of that. I am never accepted by these people for a variety of different reasons, one of which is that I refuse to kind of just wrap myself up in the Republican Party and sort of wrap myself up into conservatism um, and not tell people the truth about what's going on in the world and, and how I see things. And so there are a lot of people that are making a lot of money in conservative media. These people are making a lot of money. And these people are making a lot of money because they have what they call the base. And they don't want to irritate the base. They don't want to make the base mad. They don't want the base to get upset with them. And the way to ensure that the base does not get upset with you or the base does not get angry with you is that you do not tell them hard truths. This is the same behavior that I see among African Americans on the left, particularly those with very large public platforms. It's very easy for black leftists and black liberals to tell black people that everything is racist, that Republicans are racist, that the world's stacked against them, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it is very hard and they become less popular when they tell black people very simple things uh, like, you know, like bootstrapping, like entrepreneurship, like all of these different things that will help you succeed regardless of the presence of, of racism, right? And so I decide to be real and open and honest with my audience. And the reason why, like you guys, and the reason why I'm open and honest with you guys is because, number one, I do not think that you guys are stupid. I don't think people that follow me are stupid. I don't think that people that listen to this podcast are stupid. I actually think that I attract a more sort of independent, free-thinking, uh, facts and data-driven crowd. That's what I try to draw, okay? And a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't care. A lot of people just, uh, they're concerned with having the biggest podcast in the world. They're concerned with making two or $300,000 a month. They're concerned with building their businesses. I get that. I am more concerned with integrity, which is why I do not lie to people, which is why it would be easier for me if I absolutely just, you know, just lied to you guys all the time, but I will not, I refuse to do it um, because I have my integrity, all right? And that is 
one of the things that, that I really hold dear. And another one of you is saying, and just to kind of go from one thing to the other, <clears throat> Rand says, in general, politically, I don't fall into the left or the right. Ultimately, I end up, quote, arguing with everyone. What shall I do? I like discussing, but I won't follow certain mantras. Well, Rand, welcome to my life. <laughs> welcome to my world. And what I think is this, before I get into sort of what, you, what I think that you should specifically do, what I think in terms of the platform that I'm building, what I think in terms of my career in media, my voice in media, et cetera, et cetera, is that <clears throat> Americans are tired of the hardcore polarization and they're tired of being lied to by people with vested interest in lying to you on both sides. They're tired of being lied to by MSNBC. They're tired of being lied to by right-leaning networks, and they want somebody that is just going to give it to them straight. And so the bet that I'm making in going down this path right now, which is quite lonely, by the way, because I'm too right for the left, too left for the right. You know, I'm not these things that people, I'm not a heterosexual white, uh, you know, man that a lot of these people, like, that's what they want, you know? I'm none of those things. So I kind of find myself out in the wilderness a lot. But that's okay, because the bet that I'm making on myself and my career and where things are trending is that a truly independent or even a center right-leaning independent voice, which is what I believe that my voice is, I think that these voices will become more prominent and will become uh, more important in the coming years and decades in this country, uh, particularly when we start talking about the Uniparty and all that other stuff. So what you do, like how do you negotiate having this voice is, first of all, what I tell anybody who does not particularly work in politics is not to spend a whole lot of your time in your life arguing about politics. I personally, spend very little time in my life talking about or arguing about politics if it does not have something to do with work or what my public platform is. I think that there are plenty of things to talk about in the world that don't have to do with politics. And, and the weird thing about the world that we live in right now is that there is just this obsession all day, every day to talk nonstop politics. And I get that for some people, politics is their hobby. And for me, politics isn't my hobby, it's my job. I actually have hobbies. There are real things that I actually do with my time outside of work that has absolutely zero to do with politics. And I cherish that time. So I guess my advice to you is if you find yourself being too right for some people and too left for the other people and you find yourself arguing with everybody, the question that you ask yourself is, is it worth my time to really be arguing with everybody in this way? Is it really worth my time to be expending all of this energy? And for me, um, it generally is not, okay? Um, it generally is not. And yes, quality, not quantity. Look, for me, like, my podcast audience, my, my social media audience is huge. Podcasting is different. Um, so the podcast audience is, 
I'd say small but mighty. And there was a very good, um, my podcast listenership generally ends up between, I don't know, like five or 10,000 listeners an episode. Like, that's actually a lot of people, to tell you the truth. And it doesn't, it kind of pales in comparison when you think about the big dogs that have like 80, 90, 100,000 people listening. But this is what I think. I think that with the audience being the size that it is right now, I can grow and develop an audience that is here for me, that knows my takes on things, that isn't necessarily coming to me because they want to hear right-wing takes all the time, right? And I think that having a small but mighty, and yes, problematics, you are growing, growing audience is that I can grow something, I can keep it authentic, and I cannot feel this pressure to kowtow to whatever. And that's the pressure that a lot of people start feeling as their public profiles get larger and larger and larger. And this is, and one last thing that I'm gonna, that I'm gonna point out when it comes to this is that one of you said that Watching the C-SPAN channels when Congress is in session live dispels a lot of the media BS. Exactly, Suzanne. Exactly. And the reason why, and again, to the problematics that are listening, if you are on Facebook, follow my Facebook page at Rob Smith Online. I do video content there all day, every day. And the reason that I bring the Facebook page up is because the vast majority of what I am speaking about on my Facebook page are actual hearings that are going on in Congress right now. This is stuff that you're generally not getting um, anywhere else. And it's also not getting packaged and discussed in a way that will break it down and help for you to understand these things that are going on. Which is why I set up my Facebook page like this and why, honestly, to tell you the truth at the very beginning... I was like, oh, man, you know, I'm, t- I'm telling the team that, that runs Facebook page. I'm like, oh, man, like I'm doing a lot of Congress clips and I'm always reacting to Congress. And, you know, uh, isn't this kind of boring, blah, blah, blah. But now I've realized that this is one of the only places where you can get this stuff. And it's one of the only places for me as a commentator that does national television You know, when you're doing cable news, when you're doing television news, you've got two to three minutes to do a segment that may or may not even be important. It may just be something silly. It may just be outrage bait. It may just be whatever. And so on, you know, my podcast and here on the Facebook page and all that stuff, the way that I look at it is an opportunity to go more in depth into things, which is why I don't generally have guests on my podcast. Because I don't want to have guests on my podcast. Um, because I want to talk about, you know, how I, I feel about these issues. And so it's a brilliant point that Suzanne made about the C-SPAN channels because that is giving you unfiltered congressional hearings. It is giving you unfiltered exactly what is going on in Congress. And back to the previous question that I had and the previous point that I had made, uh, the reason why I do not generally tend to argue with people about politics in my personal life is because, and I don't say this to be flippant or I don't say this to be arrogant or whatever, is that I'm just morely, more likely to be more deeply informed about this stuff than most people who do it as a hobby 
because I do this stuff all day, every single day. My mind is filled with factoids and data and hearings that have, have happened and all of this other stuff. Like it kind of, on one hand, it's what makes me so good at this. But on the other hand, it is very much why sometimes I can't turn my brain off. All right. So to wrap that up, my advice to anyone that is talking a lot about politics to anybody that finds themselves at odds with friends or family members or anything like that over politics, my advice to them is always let people believe what they're going to believe. Stop stressing yourself out about this stuff because there's more to life. I am now finding that out, thank God, uh, after being knee deep, nose deep into this stuff for the past five years and deciding that I want to make this an aspect of my career, but I don't want to make it my entire existence because there's just more to life. Um, so my advice is to be wary of just how much you're speaking of politics in your normal day-to-day -day life. All right, as always, thank you, Problematic, so much for joining me. You can download can Cancel Rob Smith on Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, you can always follow me on social media on Twitter, uh, now X, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Rob Smith Online. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply